Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to talk today about um, really two keys to walking in victory and seeing what you're believing God for come to pass. God has given us um, the power of the gospel. God has given us his power. Contained in the book of the Bible is uh, the power of God. The words that God has given us contain the power of God. So not just things that's nice sayings or quotes from famous people. There's actually power attached to the word, but there's two keys that God gives us. And so we're going to talk about this. And I believe this is going to help you in your faith. And for many of you, be the reason that you see your your prayers come, uh, uh, what you've been praying for come to pass quick. You know, you, you, you don't want to feel like you're swinging in the dark when it comes to faith. Like, I think I've got enough faith and, and yeah, I think I'm doing it right. Am I doing it right? Uh, God wanted it to be simple. So I want to talk about the heart and about the tongue. Linked together are the heart and the tongue. The Bible says we have the same spirit of faith. Second Corinthians chapter 3, 14, we have the same spirit of faith. Um, therefore, uh, therefore, we believe first and therefore we speak. We, having the same spirit of faith, we believe first, therefore we speak. God has linked it that what you believe in your heart inevitably will come out of your mouth. People can say, oh, I believe that God's my healer. I believe this. I believe that. But then they talk sickness. They talk death to their future. Their expectation never changes. So you can believe that Jesus can heal. You can believe that Jesus has the ability to heal. But do you believe that Jesus is your healer? Like you have been healed by Jesus. Jesus said, uh, the book of First uh, Peter chapter 2.24 says, Who his own self bear our sins in his body on the tree, that we being dead to sin should live under righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. So God himself said, I was healed. So if I was, then I am. I'm not will be, I'm not one day, not maybe. Uh, you never be wrong and quote Jesus. Jesus said, I am healed. So I am healed. So he's my personal healer. I don't just believe that he's able to heal. I believe that he is the healer and he is my healer and I am healed now. And that's faith because if it's not now, it's not faith. But how do you get that into your heart? Yeah, that's great for you, Pastor Ryan. Easy for you to say you believe. You're in the ministry. But how do you get that in your heart? Because not every person in the ministry believes that Jesus is their healer. There's people in the ministry who die of sickness. So it's a decision that you make. And the first way that you do it is through meditation in the Word. The Bible gives us the key of meditation. And I know when you say something like meditation, people, you know, they roll their eyes a little bit. Because number one, people think meditation in the word, or it sounds boring. Like, oh, I got to spend time meditating in the word. You know, everyone's meditating on something. Be- before you listen to this, you you thought about something for the last 20 minutes. There was, there's been something that you've been thinking about predominantly for the last two days. You're meditating on something. To think, meditate means to think over and to mutter and to chew on. So what have you been thinking about? Maybe it's something you're going to buy. Maybe you're looking forward to a time when you graduate. Maybe you're looking forward to, maybe you've been thinking about a girl. Maybe, who knows, whatever it is, you're meditating on something. So the Bible says in Joshua chapter one, God's speaking to Joshua as the new leader. And he's saying, hey, this is, he's going down the list. He actually has a recipe for success of, of, of five things here that Joshua needs to do and needs to be. But when he gets down here, he says, verse eight, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. But you shall meditate therein day and night. So there's mouth. 
Meditate therein day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your prosperous, and then you shall have good success. You know, the word success is only mentioned one time in the Bible, and it's in this, and it's in this verse, Joshua 1.8. And God is saying the key to success is meditating in the word and speaking the word. You don't, you can't fill your heart with the word and you can't speak the word without, without things turning around. And so the way you do it is you put the word of God in your heart. You take the Bible and God will give you the scriptures and you begin to meditate. The Bible says that the knowledge of the, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. The Bible says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow with it. And God's blessing is upon me. So that means that I live a sorrow-free financial life. And I'm blessed by God. God himself has blessed me. I don't know who's blessed you, but I'm blessed by God Almighty. Hallelujah. So what am I doing? I'm meditating in the Word. I'm spending time thinking over the Word. And then I'm speaking it out of my mouth. You know, what you think about goes into your heart. What you believe today is a result of what you've thought about, you know, the last six months, eight months, ten months. So when you think the word of God, when you when you default to think what the Bible says, because I want to put you on notice, the Bible's never wrong. It'll never be wrong. And so if you're not going to believe it now, when are you going to believe it? You have to kind of take stock. What do I actually believe? I know what I'm I know what's preached to me, but what do I believe for myself? Do I actually believe if I'm the one preaching it, am I just repeating something like an echo? Or do I is it actually deep in my heart? When I lay hands on the sick, they recover. And so God linked the heart and the tongue together as a way to have breakthrough. Because when you get it on the inside, man, God blesses me. Things turn around. What actually happens, people try to have faith. Oh, you know, I, I taught, I teach faith is action. Well, I got to believe it and then I've got to act on it. Okay, I got to believe and then I got to act. And they make it this thing of like, I'm trying to put together this faith sandwich. But when you put the word of God in your heart, it becomes that you can't help but just act on it. You can't help but speak what you believe. When someone says something that goes against what you believe, you can't help but just speak it. I remember one time I was, this was back in my sales days, and I have a friend named Troy Bravenbort, and he worked with us at the time. And I remember there was a guy, we would go around the office, it was a certain day of the year, we'd go down the office and we'd talk about our whys the reason why we wanted to do this job. You know, the job was hard and people would say, oh, I want to provide for my family. I want to get out of debt. I want to prove my parents right. I want to, you know, whatever. They'd have their list of things to do. And there gets to this guy and he's not a believer, but this is what he said. First line, you know, we all have our demons. And, and, and this guy did for sure. But he's, you speak that. And at that time, it was very interesting before I could even, it almost even registered what had been said. My friend Troy, out of his spirit, not out of his head, out of his spirit. No, we don't. And you don't have to either. You can be free. And it was like so fast that it couldn't have been, you know, we all have our demons. And then a couple seconds later, because, you know, when someone says something like that, you know, <laughs> it takes you as a Christian, it takes you a minute to be like, what just... No, we don't, but just out of his spirit. And why did that happen? No, you don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. And you don't have to either. You can be free. Just there wasn't enough time to react from the mental, mental realm. It came out of his spirit. And so what was that? He had hidden the word of God in his heart. And so it says, meditate in the word day and night that you may observe to do. So if you're saying, man, I have a tough time doing the word, 
you haven't meditated in the word long enough. It becomes that the word becomes a part of you. That when, when something happens that's con- that goes against what you believe out of the word, you, you just can't help it. So, oh, I just don't have enough faith. Meditate in the word on, on what God says. All things are possible to those who believe. And then you begin to speak it. Man, all I know, you know, man may doubt me, but God said that because I'm a believer, I'd lay hands on the sick and they'd recover. God told me, he told me, he said, cleanse the leper. He said, uh, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. I may feel underqualified to do all of those things, but God himself looked at me and told me to do it through his word. And so I begin to meditate in the word. Lord, you said that, that if I say to this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea, and I don't doubt in my heart, that whatsoever I believe, I will have. And so I say, Lord, you said you give seed to, sower, to the sower and bread to the eater. Lord, I'm asking you for seed, and I believe 100%. Lord, no one else promised to give me seed, but you did. So I'm taking you up on that today. Provide seed for me, Lord. Lord, you said you'd give me the desires of my heart. Lord, you know, whatever it is you need. And you begin to mutter. You begin to speak out. And when you do that, when you meditate in the Word, when you take the Word and you repeat it, you know, it's good to have a reading plan, but there's times where you take certain scriptures and you meditate in those scriptures. That becomes where it's just part of who you are. You can't help but act on the Word. Where it almost like takes the place where you, you meditate on the fact that by His stripes you were healed. Man, Jesus died on the cross, and there were these stripes that he already took. It happened on a certain day 2,000 years ago. And so if he took my, my sickness or my pain, how, who am I to carry it again? It doesn't need to be carried twice. He took it for me. He was whipped for it. So I don't need to carry sickness. And you get a clear belief in your heart. And then that makes it where you're automatically. You know, it's like people say, it's like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. The Bible doesn't talk about them much, but it, but it says that when the time came for them to bow, no. Why? Because I'm sure that they had filled their heart with the law. No, you shall have no other gods before me. You know, they filled their heart with obeying God. So when the time came and they were called before the king and they said, King, just so you know, we're not bowing before this. The God that we serve is able to rescue us from this, and he will rescue us. But even if he doesn't, we're not bowing. Why? They had filled their heart. David, sorry, the author of Psalm 119 said, said, verse 11, said, I hide your word in my heart that I may not sin against you. Man, I have a tough time. I'm just like dealing with sin. You don't have the word hidden in your heart. You know, you put the word in your heart, it becomes like a fire where you just, man, I love the Lord your God with all your heart. If you have a tough time living a pure and holy life, you're always falling back into sin. Start memorizing, meditating on scriptures about living a pure and holy life, pleasing God with your ways. Men of man's ways please the Lord. He makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. And you meditate and your tongue is linked to it. He said, don't let the book of, the book of this law uh, depart from your mouth. You know, Proverbs 4, 20, verse 20, uh, Proverbs 4, 20 through 22. My son, attend to my word. Incline your ear to my sayings. Don't let them uh, depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they will be life to those who find them and health to their flesh. When you put it in your eyes, you put it in your ears, and you, and you fix your attention on it. It settles down into your heart, and it becomes a part of who you are. It'll get to the point where it's, you can't not believe in Jesus as the healer. Where it does, It's not a struggle to believe that Jesus heals. He's the healer. It's who, if, he's, if he's still saving, if he's still forgiving, he's still healing. You can't separate Jesus the healer from Jesus the Savior. It's who he is. So if I can pray for someone to, to receive Jesus and that still works, then why can't I pray for someone to receive their healing? It's, this, it's the same good news. It's the same message. 
And so meditation makes it that the word settles down. So God has given you a mouth and he's given you a heart. And those two are linked. God made it that those two were linked. Ezekiel, let me read you a verse here. Ezekiel chapter 3. I'm going to read verse 10 and then verse 11. And it says, Moreover, he said unto me, Son of man, all my words that I shall speak unto you, receive in your heart and hear with your ears. And go, get them, go, get thee to them of the captivity, unto the children of your people, and speak unto them and tell them, Thus saith the Lord God, whether they were here or whether they will forbear. So he said, Son of man, first thing you do before you go anywhere, receive the words in your heart for yourself, and then go. Don't go and then and just repeat, oh, I'm saying my Bible confessions. This is the day the Lord has made. I'll rejoice, be glad in this day. No, let it come into your heart. When it's in your heart, it'll automatically come out of your mouth. And so the Bible even says, hold fast to the profession of your faith in Hebrews 10. Hold fast to the profession of your faith. You know, if you've been believing the Lord for something, don't give up. The word can't be wrong. So as long as you don't give up, you're guaranteed to have what you believe the Lord for. You, you've given You've sowed, you've asked in faith, whatever the deal is, you've done it, don't give up. The word cannot return void. So meditate in the word more. Meditate in the scriptures that guarantee what you're believing the Lord for. Lord, you said, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory. Lord, because of that, I'll never lack. You said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken nor their seed begging for bread. Lord, I'm a follower of you. I thank you. Me and my children will never beg for bread. And you meditate in the word where it comes alive. And then you begin to speak it. And you know why speaking is so powerful? Is because words are, are the stuff of worlds. Words create. Jesus said, let there be light. And there was light. It's, it's by your words that you create. You know that, that when you pray for people, you speak. That the same word that, that said, let there be light, will create new kidneys for somebody. You can speak. Body be healed in Jesus' name. And the body has to listen. There's actually, the word. The Bible says the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. The word will still put on flesh. The word of God will still become a new heart, will still become new lungs, will still become new liver, new organs, new skin, new whatever you need. It has the capacity. The Bible says everything we see, we don't look at the things we see because everything we see came from something which doesn't appear. What we see is temporary. What we don't see is eternal. And so you decide, I'm going to put the word of God in my heart. So I want to challenge you. Continue to put the word of God in your heart. God has a breakthrough and a victory for you today. And speak it out of your mouth. Hallelujah. Let it rip in Jesus' mighty name. I love you. God bless you.